Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. With everything you need, all in one place, let me explain. Anchor has the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we go, here we go, here we go. We got another good one for you today. Today is ProTech Offshore Friday. We always talk about ProTech a little bit before we start our shows, and then we'll get into it just like we do every sponsored day. Once again, thanks for joining us, and here we go, gang. Wasn't that exciting this morning, watching that shotgun start of the Bisbee's tournament? I can't even believe how many people were live with me that early in the morning, but you guys were there, and we're going to do it again tomorrow morning if you missed it. Check us out at about quarter to uh, seven Pacific Standard Time or quarter to eight down here in Cabo San Lucas. We're going to go live again from the shotgun start of the Bisbees. And this is the Little Bisbees, the Los Cabos Bisbees tournament down here. And uh, there was 174 boats, I believe, in it this morning. And it was quite the spectacular start. If you didn't see it, go look at it. We have it all over our social media. But, um, We'll do it again tomorrow morning. Check it out. We'll be sitting out there in the middle of the lineup, and we'll watch everybody as they go flying by. Gang, if you haven't seen our ProTech Offshore Fighting Grip, you definitely want to check these things out. These things are absolutely incredible. This is going to change the way you fight fish from the day you put this thing in your hands moving forward. I want you to go to the ProTech Offshore website go to protechoffshore.com check out the website we have lots of really cool videos showing my clients catching plenty of fish plus lots of other people catching fish with this fighting grip it just goes on to your existing rod you have you have a rod that you love you can get a a feral or a gimbal put into it and you can get this put right onto the tip of your rod or excuse me right onto the butt of your rod and it takes the place of the the grip that you already have, and then uh, go look at the videos, see how it all works, see how it all comes together, and go to protechoffshore.com, and you can check out the Protech Fighting Grip, and you can see what all the hype's all about, and uh, next time you see one on a boat and you don't have one, you'll know, oh my gosh, I saw that on Dave's show. We've been talking about it for a couple of years. Now the website's up and running, and we got plenty of product, so jump in there and check it out. And we'll get going today. We're going to talk about anchoring today. We're going to talk about why is it so important. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, gang. And I know I talk to a lot of my clients, a lot of people that sign up to the website and they ask me all the time, Dave, you talk so much about anchoring. Why is it so important? We're going to talk about it today, gang. The ocean is a giant 
desert, if you think about it this way. And I know I don't ever, I never anchor. I don't ever anchor. I, I never anchor. We just drift around. Well, that's great. That's why you don't catch much, but you do once in a while. You drift by a fish's house and then you catch a couple fish. And then a couple hours later, you drift by another fish's house and you catch a couple fish. But gang, I'm telling you, once you learn the proper way to anchor on spots and then start to throw the chum in the water, you're going to start to utilize your boat and your ability to catch fish so much more. I'm not talking about offshore fishing for bluefin and dorado, which we've been very blessed the last few years to have in our waters. But most of you don't understand, just a few short years ago in 2014, there was nothing offshore to catch. And that was like that for like six years. It was very, very slow offshore fishing. Very, not very often did we get fish in Southern California. And when we did, they weren't here very, very long. So what I try to do with my website at yoursaltwaterguide.com is teach you how to catch the fish that live in Southern California year long, year round. And that is done primarily by anchoring. Now, I'm not talking about throwing plastic lures and catch a calico bass the way Jimmy Decker does with his clients. I'm talking about the way I fish with my clients on the boats that I run or when I come with you on your boat and teach you how to fish on your boat. We anchor the boat up on the spot and then we throw chum in the water to bring the prey density level up. And that way, when you bring the prey density level up, the fish have a tendency to want to, even if they're not hungry, when they, they see all that food in the water, they're going to just start to feed anyway because they don't know when their next meal's coming. It's called increasing the prey density level. And it's very, very hard to do if you're not anchored. And if you look at, just for example, if you look at back east where they show that um, Wicked Tuna show with Paul and Dave and the boys, those guys are anchoring up on spots and then they're chumming and they're increasing the prey density level. And those bluefin are coming in to look at all the stuff that they're throwing out behind the boat. And lo and behold, they make a deadly mistake and they bite one of those hooks that are out there with a the bait in it. Well, this is the same thing we're doing out here on the West Coast. We're doing down in Mexico. We're an actually anchoring on spots. And like I said in the very beginning of this video, the ocean is a giant desert with little tiny oasis. Those oases are what we call spots. You need to make sure that when you throw your line in the water, that your bait is going to go somewhere near that fish's house, the spot. If it goes near the spot, then you got a really good chance of catching a fish. So that's why it's imperative to learn how to anchor. Don't be afraid of your anchor. A lot of clients that I talk to, when I ask them how much chain and how much rope do you have, they don't even know. And it's their boat. And they have never dropped the anchor. They don't even know. And I'm like, well, that's why you're not successful. Guys that are successfully catching white sea bass and yellowtail on, along the coast and over at San Clemente Island or Catalina, they are consistently anchoring on the spots and increasing the prey density level. It's imperative that you have the right ground tackle, that the, the anchor and the chain and the amount of rope that you need to do all these things. And everything we're talking about today and everything I talk about all the time is all available over at my website at yoursaltwaterguide.com. But you got to know how 
and you got to know where the spots are and you got to know why why am I anchoring on the left side of this rock and not the right side of the rock? Why am I anchoring on the inside of it and not the outside of it? And all that has to do with conditions, current, tide. All these things matter when you're anchoring up. Wind direction matters dramatically when you're anchoring. The best way when you're anchoring on a spot, you're not you got to figure out which way your boat's going to the best way to figure out which way your boat's going to lay. And that's what you got to figure out when you drop the anchors. First thing you're going to do now with all the lobster traps in the water, and Monday we'll be going to talk about that and how important all the lobster traps in the water are because they're super important to your success from tomorrow, from Monday forward. So make sure you tune in to Monday's show. But you, the way you can tell which way you're going to, lay on your anchor is look at those buoys, the commercial lobster traps that they throw out in the water. And you're going to look at the way that that cone of the lobster trap is laying because the cone is pointing at the line that's going down to the trap, the flat end of the lobster trap or lobster buoy does not have the connection going down to the trap. The, the cone end of it, the pointy end of it does and that's going to be, when you look at those buoys, it's going to be just like looking at the bow of your boat. That's going to be how your boat's going to lay. Your bow's going to lay the way that the pointy end of the buoy is laying. And that matters tremendously when you're anchoring up on a spot. Let's say this is the spot, this little SD card. This is my boat, okay? The current's going from from my from this cup this way across this is the coastline where i'm setting san diego's down here la's up here the current is flowing down the coast towards san diego i'm going to pull my boat around this rock drive over the top of it pointed north uh towards the west if you will probably about 300 degrees go over the top of the rock get a couple of boat lengths in front of the rock, drop my chain and my anchor down, stop the boat so that the back of the boat is about 30, 40 feet in front of the rock so that when you throw your line in the water with the current, your line will actually go to the rock. And that's where those fish are going to be living. If you're anchored on this spot and the spot's way over here, but you're anchored here, you're not going to catch anything because you're not, your lines aren't getting to the spot. You might have one guy on the boat that's really good at casting and can cast 30, 40 yards. He may be able to cast over close enough to try to get a bite. But it's imperative that when the boat is anchored, that spot is behind your boat. When the wind switches and the boat swings around or when the wind stops and the boat swings the other way or the current stops, or the current's too strong. All those things matter when anchoring up on a spot, gang. It is so important to learn how to read the conditions to know how the boat is going to lay. And on the sport boat, and I I drove them for a long time, and I have a lot of friends that drive them. The thing that's the hardest for us to figure out as sport boat captains is which way is the boat going to lay today? And we throw the anchor over. We're thinking the boat's going to lay from uh, west to east. And then when the anchor hits the bottom and it gets tight, it actually is laying offshore. 
Art's laying straight into the beach. Art, the current's going so, so strong that the boat swings around and points the opposite way. I Many, many times, and you've heard it on a lot of sport boats you've been on. Hey, gang, go ahead, wind them up. We got to reset the anchor. We got to reset the anchor. And I hear the grumbling down on the deck. Oh, God. You know, all we wanted to do was fish today. And this guy just wants to drive around all day. The last thing we want to do as captains is drive around all day. And the last thing you want to do as a paying passenger is just fish. I just want to fish. No, you don't. You want to catch. I've heard this so many times. I've been in the sport fishing industry for a very, very long time. And I've heard you on the deck complaining. Oh, I don't know. Captain, all he wants to do is drive around all day. No, we don't. We want to set on a spot and catch lots of fish. Do you think we work harder? Think about this for a second. This one's going to blow your mind. Do you think I work harder when the fish are biting and they're everybody on the boat's catching fish and the fish are just raining on the boat? Or do you think I work harder when the fish aren't biting? And I got to spend the whole day driving around looking for some fish that are biting. Yeah, I already know how to catch fish. I can catch fish as good as anybody on the planet. I can take them off your hook and I can put them in the ice better than anybody on the planet. The days that are hard are the days that I spend the whole day driving around trying to find you something to catch. Because you're full of baloney if you're telling me you just want to fish. Nobody wants to just fish. You all want to have the opportunity if you throw your line in the water to catch a fish. And if the conditions are wrong and the current's wrong, when we drop that anchor, we're not going to lay on the spot proper. We're not going to catch anything and neither are you. That's why the sport boat captains move so much. They're trying to find some conditions that are optimal for catching. So the next time you start to complain, that the guy's moving too much. You got to think he's moving so much because he's trying to find you some fish to catch. He's trying to drop his anchor on a spot where you can actually catch something. So think before you use all those harsh negative words that you love to spew out of your mouths all the time. And you love to spew them all over my social media. I know that you guys love to share your negative, but listen, this anchoring thing is super important. And another question I get asked all the time, Captain Dave, how much change should I have? You should have the length of your boat in chain, period. End of story. There's no, I don't want to know what you have. That's not the question. I didn't ask you. You asked me how much change should you have? The length of your boat. If your boat's 30 feet long, you should have 30 feet of chain. If your boat's 100 feet long, you should have 100 feet of chain. If your boat's 40 feet long, you should have 40 feet of chain. That's the way it is. You can make up any other answer you want. I don't really care. I'm telling you, asked me the question, how much should I have? That's how much you should have. If you have more than the length of your boat, cut it off, put it in a bucket, and use it for spare when you lose your anchor. Yes. You're going to lose your anchor because you're going to anchor on spots from now on because you're tired of not catching fish. That extra chain that you have is going to cause nothing but problems. Why? Straight chain is the worst thing you can do to your boat if you care about your boat at all. You don't want straight chain if you fish. If all you do is cruise, if that's the only thing you do and it's just on your boat for safety, then have straight chain. 
I wouldn't, but go ahead, do it if that's what you have. But if it was my boat, whether I cruise or whether I anchor 50 times in a week, I'm going to have the length of my boat in chain and the rest is going to be rope or line or rope or whatever you want to call it. I don't want to offend some of you superstars of yachting and call it rope when you want to call it line. And I don't want to call it anchor line when you want to call it anchor rope. I don't want to offend you. So just take it easy. I'm, I'll say the word however you want me to say it. Rope, line, you can call it whatever you want. We're going to call it rope today because most of us aren't as smart as you are and I'm not. So I'm going to call it rope. And I'm going to say you want 300 feet of rope. You want 300 feet of rope. If you're going to drop your anchor deeper than that, I'm not doing it anyway. And here's what you want to do when you drop your anchor. You never count the chain. That's not part of the equation. If I'm going to drop my anchor on my boat, 65 foot Viking with 65 feet of chain, I am going to let out 100 feet of rope, line, whatever you want to call it. That's how I'm going to set my anchor. I am not going to think if I'm anchored in 65 to 70 feet of water, I'm laying my chain out. Throw the anchor over, back down a tiny bit. Don't go back and down so water's pouring over the back of the boat. Just back down a little bit so that the chain lays flat out on the bottom. Doesn't go down in a big pile on itself. Just a little tap in reverse just so that that chain's going to lay flat on the bottom. And then I'm going to let out 100 feet of rope. That way I know the chain is laying flat on the bottom in 65, 70 feet of water. If I'm going to drop my rope, I mean, drop my anchor in 150 feet of water, I'm going to let out 200 feet of rope. I don't count the chain. It's not in the equation. It's not part of the deal. The chain is what helps hold your boat. That is what's going to help the anchor to hold and dig into the bottom and the whole scenario. And you don't count that as how much I see so many boaters. They got 30 feet of chain and 200 feet of line or rope. And they drop their anchor in 35 feet of water and they put out 35 feet, counting the chain. They're like, yep, that's it. It's 35 feet deep. I got 35 feet of chain. Just tie it off right when we get to the chain. Now the anchor's just tapping along the bottom as the boat's drifting down Catalina or San Clemente Island. It just bounces. You've got to lay all the chain out flat. Don't count the chain ever in the scenario when you're dropping your anchor. Do not count your chain. All this, I hope, helps make some types of sense. And if you want to learn more about anchoring and why it's so important and all the different ways to anchor and how to rig your, your anchor up so that you can get it back. And how's the easy way to get your... All these videos are available at your saltwater guide. What's it, When it's time to pull your anchor, how do you pull your anchor? That's a big one. That's a super important question to ask that's a super important video to watch if you want to get your anchor back you may want to watch that video if you have a tendency to get your anchor stuck every time you drop it and now you're scared to drop your anchor go watch my video on how to pull your anchor then you'll go oh i never really thought of it that way i'm not going to give you every single thing i'm going to give you little bits and pieces so you go over and check out my website and you'll be surprised at how many cool videos there are over there with 450 plus how-to videos. 
that you have full access to as a member. And then you have the bundles with all the hotspots. And then you have the game plans that we put out every Thursday. There's no reason to suck at fishing again unless you want to. I want to thank you all for watching our show today. Kelly and I are going to have a great weekend. We're going to head to the beach here in a few minutes. You guys have a great weekend. Be kind to each other. Turn the news off. I will be back with you on Monday with another show. And watch me tomorrow morning for the shotgun start of the Bisbees at uh, 7.45 Cabo time, 6.45 Southern California time. The the start of the Bisbees is at 8 o'clock in the morning in Cabo San Lucas. We'll be showing you the boats heading out tomorrow for the shotgun start. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Be kind to each other.